And we're gonna do it all again because I switched to the wrong scene in OVS. Hey everyone, sorry about that. Hello, <laughs> yes. Uh, did, did we skip the entire intro? Yes, or? entire intro, they never saw us. All right, so here <laughs> we go. Uh, second go. Hello everyone and welcome to Prison Live episode 41. I am joined today by with Nicholas Sousa. We will not have Joe with us today. Probably. There's there's maybe a slim chance. Cross your fingers, don't hold your breath. Uh, he is off doing, as as Mickey says, CEO things. So we'll see if he, he manages to join us later. But Joe was just here. He was ready for the yeah. show, but he was called off last minute. So I don't think he'll be joining us. Maybe they'll, they'll be done in time. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah. Maybe. We'll see. Uh, but we have a great show for you today. Our guests are Make3D, a group of, of uh, talented makers that are putting their skills to work in Gambia. Uh, so that will be a, a really, really fun guest talking yes. about making for good. So uh, let's go ahead and kick off with our Prusa Printers Picks of the Week. What do you have, Mickey? I oh, have a... crap. Our Printables Pick of the Week. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. stop saying that at some point. Happens printables to me from time to time, too. I have the Lucky Cat uh, Money Box Charm. Nice. But, 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 this is what the model looks like. But, you know, we have Prusa Slicer and we have MMU Painting. Right. So, ta-da! Even nice. though the model is not made for the MMU, uh, it's painted. And, yeah, now it looks and like it is, like it was made for the MMU lo- with multiple colors. Right, right. It looks like one that you would just go go get in the store or all, all paint it off. Yes. That's fantastic. Uh, and, and painting in the MMU makes it so easy. You don't have to have yes. a model that's that's already designed. This is a combination. Of, I'm actually just screen sharing the, the um, model profile on printables. It's modeled by 3DP Park. So thank you for the awesome model. And yes, it's a combination of painting uh, by the smart... Uh, angle detection where you just hover your mouse over a region and it will color everything up to a sharp edge. But it's also, there are also some areas like the ears where the original shape was smooth so there was nothing for the algorithm to catch on and then you just free paint on, uh, yeah, you just copy the, nice. you know, by hand. So that's that's my pick. What's your pick, Matt? What do you have? Very nifty. Uh, so I have the tactile spiral vase pen cup. So we just finished our uh, our pen nice. cup competition, and this was was one of one of the picks. I really love this one because kind of like, do you remember the the stretchlet bracelets that like yes. they were vase yeah. mode, but they're yeah. they're real springy. This has that same kind of thing. So it like oh. it squishes and it moves around, but because of the angles of everything, it squishes in a really weird and fun <laughs> way. And like you don't you don't get it until you print it and you feel it. It just it for it to be called the tactile uh, spiral vase is a very very good name for it. It just feels really. I will have to try it then. Yeah, it's, is that it's is that strange. PLA print or PT? Uh, this is a pe- this is a petchy. Okay, that's so very flexible I, for petchy. I guess because of the shape. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had it, I had it lo- I had it loaded up, and it was you know easy to to just go with it rather than going and switching out filament. So yeah, yeah. nice. So yeah, and that is by Donald Sayers or Donald Sayers. I think I think I I miss miss typed it here. Um, Donald Sayers. Uh, Cool model again. One of our uh, flash contest winners from the the spiral base, or sorry, not the spiral base, the pen cup competition. Uh, someone's asking how long does the kitty take to print? It's not too bad because 
usually it's uh, only two colors per layer. Here, it's sometimes it's three, but you know it's not an extreme amount of of color, color changes. changes. Yeah, Shoot, I don't remember, but I think this is like six, seven-ish hours because it's fairly low layer height. So this will be like double that, like fifteen-ish, something like that. Very nifty. You should uh, you should toss the G code out on that one. So yes, that anyone I should. Who, who wants to? And we have so much news. It's oh, crazy. so much news. Yes, it's crazy. Uh, let's get to contests real quick and and bang those out. There's a couple days left on the soap dishes flash contest. Get your entries in there. Last meters just ended. You guys went crazy on that one. Uh, over a thousand. Whoa! Entries. What? I did not yes. notice that. That's insane. Yes. Over a thousand entries in the last meters contest just just blew that one out of the water. Um, you know, wasn't wasn't sure exactly how that one was going to go, considering that you know you've got to make really small things. But you guys, you guys went crazy there. Uh, so yeah, we're we're in the process of judging that that uh, we will have have out by sometime that before the end mm -hmm. of the week, uh, hopefully, <laughs> um, going through a thousand a thousand entries. Um, yeah. The uh, the scroll down, so it's blanking out of uh, out of my mind. There, yes, the print tables competition just ended, um, and we are we are in the process of getting the that judged. Also, uh, another we, large. Go ahead. And we just met uh, Joel, the three D printing nerd on Rapid, and right. he and his team are picking the Remix superhero contest. So we will. Right. We will tag them on printables as well, but it's it's them who are uh, picking the winners. Yeah, so so we're waiting on on them on that one. So don't yell at me. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so print the print tables will be will be judged soon, and we have another large scale contest launching very very soon. So keep an eye out for that. Nice. Uh, what do, what are you wearing there, Mickey? I'm wearing our new shirt. I you know I'm. You know, of course, everyone says when you know we release a new shirt that it you know it's great, but this one is really like this has got to be my all-time favorite from the designs we've done so far. It's blue the blueprint shirt because it's a blueprint, right? And yeah, it's just a, a blueprint drawing of the Mark Frias Plus with some descriptions of what's where. And you know, if you're non-3D printing heavy. Uh, friends ask you about you know how does 3D printer work or like what's this what's that you have on you uh, a baseline you know drawing where you can say oh this is where the filament you know melts this is the heated bed uh, you know you know the drill yeah. I don't have to explain it to you guys yeah you were you were rocking that at Rapid last week showing it, it was. off as, as it a was stocked just the day before I left so right. I quickly took took one out and gave a sneak peek on Rapid but yes. It's it's really nice. I think uh, a lot of people were asking about uh, if we're gonna make it a reward on printables, and I don't think right away, but we're considering it maybe yeah. maybe in a bit. Yeah, we'll see. Speaking of rap rapid, uh, shout out to everyone who came by the booth at yes. Rapid uh, that are Prusala viewers and said hi. It really meant a lot to us to get to meet you guys and talk to you guys. Uh, it's you know, it, it's it's easy for Mickey and I just to be having a conversation across the the computer here, and sometimes kind of forget all of you guys are out there and not really get get some of that that feedback. Um, you know, and and 
obviously yeah. YouTube comments are YouTube comments, right? <laughs> and so uh, it was really great to meet you guys and, and talk with you. So uh, we have a bunch of events coming up soon. Uh, if you guys are watching Bruce Alive, please stop by and say, you know, say hi and let us know that that you're your viewers. It really makes our day. It's really nice. Yeah. Think. Thanks everyone who stopped by. It was nice. Yeah, it was it was fantastic. Uh, one of the things that we had at uh, uh, at Rapid, Rapid yes. was the the new enclosure. And some yes. of you guys were like super on the on the ball last Bruce Alive <laughs> because Mickey had it sitting off to the side and was teasing all of you guys with just the corner of it, but we hadn't released it yet. Uh, so, so that was that was a dirty little trick that we kind of planned out of of angling the camera just right that you guys could see it, but uh, uh, you know, pique your interest as to what that box could be. Uh, there were some funny "What's yes. in the box" tweets that were "What's in were the box?" Sent. Yes. Uh, yeah, so we we've launched the the brand new official Prusa enclosure. Fits the the Mark III. Will also fit the the MMU inside of it. If you do have an MMU, it's a a little tricky getting all five spools in there, but but it, it can happen. Um, fully encloses your your printer. Comes with the thermometer as as that screenshot was showing there. The thermometer and uh, humidity gauge. Uh, but there are tons of other accessories that can be added to the to yeah. the enclosure. It's built uh, like a, a lot more tank. Works. It's it's yes. quite thick uh, steel, you know, bent steel sheets, steel, yeah, steel, the yeah. steel, and yeah, it's powder coated with the same nice galaxy, uh, you know, surface yeah, that, as the frames. That's, that's really the thing that like I don't think comes across in From the images? any of the photo yeah, yeah, in the photos at all is how like really nice and sparkly the the powder yeah, coating yeah. is. It just it looks slick. I was I like I already functionally I was interested in it. Um but then actually getting to physically see it, it really I was like, Oh that that looks super nice. So yeah. yeah, and we're just doing. Uh, I've just been building another prototype unit. Everyone here is sort of building different uh, versions because the team is trying different tools. And if there's yes. a step in the menu that's kind of tricky, uh, they did three different versions, and they you know gave we split the group in into three parts, and each part each group is you know building it according to a different menu, and then we uh, compare the feedback like how how difficult was the step. And even some hardware, like some, uh, you know, we're still trying some small little changes to see if we can make it even better. So the final final touches are happening now. And yeah, we well, will be shipping. Whenever you're ready for me to check the mm -hmm. English manual and you want want to send one over to, to yeah. verify the English manual. <laughs> I think you'll be, you'll, you'll be happy to, you know, get yes. the like late last revision. Because, for example, oh, yeah, for sure. th this one right now doesn't have a Prusa logo on it. And... I mean, come on! You you need the come on, yeah, yeah, you need, absolutely. You need, you need to have it. I mean that 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 was even one of my feed, feedback again. Talking about rapid, rapid was uh, the first time that I got to see the a functioning XL in person. Um, I had seen a, a super early prototype in in 2019, but because I haven't been over over to Prague thanks to the stupid pandemic in in forever. Yeah, um, uh, it was the first time I got to see it. And that was that was definitely one of my feedbacks. It needs more logos. It needs more. <laughs> it needs more uh, branding. So, yeah, enclosure is great. Um, super excited for for those to start coming out. Had some really great conversations with users about that. 
over last week. So. And we, we will have some more uh, upgrades and add-ons available for it in the future. There are right. mo- mounting points literally everywhere. All over it. There are some for zip ties. There are some for uh, M3 screws. So I'm yeah. sure you guys will come up with million uh, you know, printed things to add to it and non-printed things to add to it. And we will come out with official more official items for it. So Well, well I mean, we even had fun hacking on it at the show, right? Because we accidentally didn't bring any LED lights for it. We realized at the show, like, you couldn't see inside yeah. of it. And so we we ordered extra lights and, and you know, kind of rigged them up to the best that we could inside of it during <laughs> during the show. So yeah. it's it's definitely easy to, to play around with. Yes. Do we have any questions out there on... Uh, I'm, I'm on look, looking at it, but the questions okay. are, are a little bit all over the place, so... As they uh, tend to be. As they sometimes tend to be. We will yeah. <laughs> we will try to answer as many of your questions as possible uh, at the end of the show, as, as we do in the FAQ right. section. Yeah. Uh, last, but definitely not least, major piece of no- news is uh, the printed solid merger. And so There is definitely, I can think of at least one more, but go ahead with the printed okay. solid. Yes. Oh, yes. The, yes. Bruce Academy, too. Um, uh, yeah, so Printed Solid. Uh, we had talked a few months ago about how we had brought Printed Solid on to be the, the first U.S. distributor here Yes, here in the U.S. Uh, and that relationship went really well. We were really happy with everything that was going on. And so we decided to, to you know, make the, make the relationship a little bit tighter. And so we, we bought Printed Solid. And they are now part of the... The, the Prusa family. Yeah, there's Dave and Joe. Uh, so one of the big questions that we get is, are we still going to be able to get Jesse? Are we going to be able to get all these other product lines from Printed sure. Solid and, and other, you know, other third party vendors that, that Printed Solid sells? Absolutely. The, you know, everything right now that you can, you can get on Printed Solid, we have full intention of keeping those things around. Uh, yeah. We have absolutely zero zero intention of shutting down the Jesse line or anything like that. We are excited to you know add all these products into the the, the Prusa family. We have no desire to you know get rid of anything. Uh, I saw a lot of questions about will my enclosure be shipped from the U.S. Will my this and that ship shipped from the U.S. Right now, no. Right now, things continue to operate as they are at the moment. I think it will. We would like like it to be that way. But there are a lot, lot, many steps for for that to happen. Whether it's just implementing it, you know, the logistics and everything, and right. there are even laws and everything, because uh, you know, European company can't just send uh, customer data to another uh, American-based company because of you know uh, personal data protection. And these laws uh, are fairly reasonable. You know, they are right. there for a good reason. But in a case like this, you know, it's not as simple as you place an order from us and automatically, you know, uh, the thing uh, sends from Dave. But I think, you know, as we build uh, this uh, this thing with Dave and Printed Solid, this might happen in the future. Right. Uh, yeah, and there's there's all kinds of, of other reasons why it still makes sense to kind of, you know, order direct through us, you know, especially if you're ordering just a machine or, you know, some spools of filament or things like that. Like our, our shipping rates are actually super reasonable for Prague, like, surprisingly yeah. reasonable for Brog, and you know once once we start bringing in large 
certain containers of things. There's all kinds of import duties and things like that 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 we have to worry about that we don't have to worry about with with yeah. single orders. But, but f- to give one, one example, for example, we can't ship the fire extinguisher tubes for the enclosure from Europe uh, because courier- couriers consider it. Uh, I don't know, like uh, extra special goods, for example, like yeah. it's dangerous. Like what's it going to do? Extinguish their truck if it catches fire. But uh, kind of hilarious to me. But whatever. Uh, we can't really ship it uh, from Europe to US. But, you know, Dave can just ship it from US. So, for example, right. that's, you know, one example of, of many of uh, how nice it will be to have a to have Dave imprinted solid in the US yeah. and he can ship some of the stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, and fully also including all the stuff that we talked about when we brought him on to begin with that yes. you know the the opportunities that this opens up for schools and for uh uh government institutions and things like that that can only purchase through a US company this you know this makes that a lot easier so yes fantastic um, and then we have uh, Prusha Academy you know so many things so many things So yeah, I don't know uh, if everyone who's watching, uh, you know, was up to date on that. But we released Prusha Academy. It's our own platform uh, for sharing uh, knowledge and courses specifically about 3D printing. Uh, so really, that's that's all we focus on. Uh, we have two courses available now. One is uh, for the Mark 3S, and one is for the Mini. If you bought the assembled printer, you actually got it for free. If you got the kit, or if you're just interested in going through, because there's a lot of information, even if you good information, if you don't own the printer, they are they are extremely extremely I think accessible uh, as far as the like price goes, like reasonably priced. Uh, I can open the academy page so you have an idea of what it looks like. Uh, So yeah, there's the Mark Fist Plus course, the Mini Plus course. Uh, I believe they are five bucks each. And uh, then we have the design principles for 3D printed parts. Uh, that's a course we created in collaboration with Joseph Kasha. You may know him as Breaks and Makes or 3D Printing Noob. Uh, and yeah, this course, I can give you a sneak peek of, of what it looks like. So I'm pretty far down in chapter 3.11, and here we talk about uh, assembling parts from multiple parts uh, for whatever reason, whether it's because the thing doesn't fit on the build plate or because it will be easier to print. And yeah, the courses are a combination of images, text, and videos. Uh, we think this is like the, the uh, what would we say, it? like the golden choice I'm, i'm in loss of words for english like the, the no 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 matter what your style of learning is yeah that this this will be you know the good a, yeah. a good way to, to potentially get the information across yeah because videos you know the whoever made the video is setting the pace you might be skipping right. back and forward because it's too fast it's too slow uh wall of text is a wall of text you know it gets a little bit too much after a while Images don't describe, you know, something. Some things are hard to describe with just images. So this is like a healthy mix of all of that, and whatever is the best uh, to describe the thing, that's that's what we use. There are tips all over the place. There are quizzes at the end of some chapters, and you get a certificate in the end uh, when you complete the course and successfully pass all the quizzes. I think it's I think it's great. I hope many people will find it useful. And this is something that we've been working on for a really long time. 
so I, I hope it shows in the in the quality of our courses. Right. And and there are more on the way. There are more courses sure. coming. Um, so yes. we are we are super excited to kind of expand upon what what's available. So Constant. definitely keep your yeah definitely keep your eyes out for more Bruce Academy. Content. If you if you guys have a suggestion for a course, we should definitely make. Uh, please leave a leave a comment in the chat or in the comments later on under the video. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> Uh, all right, shall we move on to our guests? I think, I think that's I think that, that's I all think the that news. Covers the news. I'm yes. sure we forgot something. So yeah. much has been going on that that uh, yeah, I'm sure we forgot something. So, uh, but yeah, let's let's continue on with with our uh, our guests. So we are being joined by Juka and Sylvester from Make 3D. Um, pulling them in here. Yes. Uh, so Make 3D is is working with local users in Gambia to bring 3D printing uh, to to people who can use it to to benefit their communities. Um, so welcome, guys. Thank you. Hi, hi, Juka. Hi, Sylvester. Hello, guys. Hi, Make. Hey, how are you? <laughs> I'm great. How are you guys? I'm good. Uh, so so Juka is is currently in Gambia in their their shop. Um, and Sylvester is uh, actually back in Prague uh, on on a little bit of a, a on a little bit of a vacation, or back in Czech Republic at least. Not, something, not like Republic, that, yeah. something like that. Something <laughs> <laughs> So fantastic, guys! Uh, so tell us a little bit about uh, Make Three D and and what what exactly you guys do. Yes, so we are Make3D. We are a 3D printing company in the Gambia, the first and currently the only 3D printing company in the Gambia. And we provide uh, 3D printing services and access to 3D printing technology, basically mostly in healthcare, education, and general manufacturing. We use 3D printing to solve problems in the Gambia. We call it Gambian Solutions for Gambian Problems. And we do everything 3D printing using all, all of our machines in our lab are from Prussia. That's great. Fantastic. We we got we got a taste of a little bit of what you're doing because you guys uh, really helped us uh, when we were putting together models that could help in Ukraine, and we found out that you guys actually already have a functional uh, like medical device that you're using in in Gambia. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yes, we have the orthopedic humeral brace, which is a brace that is used for broken hands and. This is the first um, certified 3D printed medical device in the Gambia, which we designed in partnership with Dr. Ken Bamarina, who is also the first orthopedic surgeon in the Gambia. So basically in Gambia, people tend to avoid surgery a lot when it comes to broken bones or would not want to go to the hospital. So we came up with this um, device to encourage people to go to the hospital and to have um, this brace instead of a cast that will be on the hand for a long time, not too convenient. This is very convenient. It is breathable. It is adjustable and very safe. So you can use and since it works, we have got certification for it. That's fantastic. If I may add that we are looking forward to have the XL printer from Prussia so we can print also bigger braces. Oh, bigger right. braces. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> people want yeah. bigger things in Gambia, definitely. And <laughs> there are some braces, bigger braces that we need to print. Yeah. Now we are working on the wrist brace. Uh, uh-huh. 3D printed from PLA, thermoformable. Uh, actually, we are using the recycled PLA from uh, Prussia. 
Oh, nice. Uh, right now to develop these braces. Uh, yes. And yeah, but you know, the, the options are unlimited. So uh, we are trying to explore more and more in medical, not only orthopedic, but also other other areas of medicine, treatment for the solution. Which we right. might find out when we go to your profile on printables. And yeah. if I sort your models by most downloaded, there's another model that really caught my attention. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, when I when I came to Gambia myself, I was working for the NGO in Czech, it's Bikes for Africa. Uh, and they are providing bicycles to schools, right? And one of the issues in general, not only about the bicycles, but in general in the Gambia is completely dependency on import of everything, right? Mm -hmm. so we were trying to find out, I was I was thinking, what tool can I actually 3D print for the bicycle mechanics? And we came with these wheel truing device that you can attach to the bike and actually make sure that the wheel is in center, right? So now uh, we provided some of them to the bicycle mechanics in rural areas, in urban areas, so they can use it instead of imported expensive and, and very uh, often inaccessible professional tools. Hmm. Yeah, and this is this is a great tool that, you know, will function, you know, perfectly well as a 3D printed tool. Like, you know, it, it's not something that needs to be made out of out of hardened metal. You know, it just it needs to be easily adjustable and and you know mountable and then you know whether or not it rubs is is all that all that really matters as the process goes so it's a perfect use of, of 3d printing technology to you know to make a, a tool sure yeah. <laughs> uh, well uh, when you when you show the profile on the on the printables actually uh, if you scroll a little bit down, there is another very interesting tool that we were making since the beginning. And I would say that the most quantity of the tool was made, particularly that it was the soap mold. Soap molds for the local soap makers, right? Uh, uh, so because yeah. in Gambia, there's like no factory, no big factory for soap, uh -huh. right? So there are a lot of, in the villages, there are little soap makers making small quantities of soaps, right? And there are mm -hmm. problems. Everybody uses a different mold. So the soaps are not unified. Everything is different. And they cannot brand soaps with their own designs, right? So we have printed uh, soap molds. They are unified. And they can have the local, I mean, the, the, the name tag or the logo, the local soap maker. So they can brand their products and, and, and technically provide, in, when collaborating, provide larger quantities together. Mm -hmm. Also, because there, also because there are a lot of women doing soap production, um, it gives them an edge. When they have the three D printed soap molds, it actually puts them out there, and people want their soaps more than the other ones. And this has just boosted their economic value when it comes to soap production. So, getting the molds, getting unified sizes, and just being there when it comes to technology, understanding that they can enhance their business using three D printing has been amazing. Yeah, that that's such an interesting story because it's the kind of thing that you know people who who are not there would not think of that you know something something as simple as just making a soap mold uh, would you know potentially you know financially impact people in such a positive way, um, and you know it, it it really shows that that there's a lot of things that you know like this that people just don't know, but three D printing could be 
you know used for to to you know benefit we, we in the gambia don't have the privileges to just have 3d printers for fun or to create things so far we have right. to use them for life-changing um, right. ideas and solutions so basically that's what we are doing <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's fantastic to hear how do, uh, how do you so go ahead how do you come up with the with the ideas to to you know to what things to make is it on the spot someone comes and uh, has a problem and you try to solve it with 3d printing or do you sometimes come up just so if something yourself seeing uh, seeing the struggles of the locals so when we started obviously we knew that there was huge potential of 3d printing but we wanted to contextualize to fit the gambian needs we just we just didn't want to have 3d printers and say oh look it's the cool technology you can use it to do this that and that we wanted to go out and look for things that are needed that 3d printing can solve and since we're in the gambia obviously almost everything that comes to this country that we use in this country is imported so we had to go and look for areas that 3d printing could come in and that would benefit gambians so sometimes we come up with ideas sometimes people come to us and say we want to do this we think it can it is possible with 3D printing and we will look into it. If it's possible, we go ahead with it. And sometimes ideas just flow and we come up with them. So our partners ask for things and we look into them. We design, we go through the process of product development and we end up with products most times. Sylvester, you want to say something? Yeah, actually that's that's the <laughs> funny thing you said because I remember our, our beginnings uh, when we set the company in 2019 Uh, the most uh, common question uh, when we published 3D printing was, are you printing t-shirts? Are you printing on cuffs? Are you printing stickers, right? right. So, I mean, throughout, let's say, two and a half years of, of working in the Gambia very intensively, we're also trying to raise awareness about 3D printing, what can actually be done by 3D printing. Most of this has to be done by our example. So we need to investigate how this how anything can be solved by 3d printing and and very often we need to take the initiative to say okay let's try this we can do this we can do this let's try this uh so so who's doing a lot of your design work a lot of the the, the cad work are you guys doing it yourselves are the people that you are you teaching cad to the people that you're working with so that so that they're they're kind of doing it themselves or are you working with other other designers well uh we have okay yeah, go can. ahead okay i, I was uh, going to say we have a designer i do not design so much design and we have a designer but so let's go ahead <laughs> yeah well at the beginning i was the only one with some design skills right and uh basically our first uh intervention in the gambia was for the medical sector because covid 19 came shortly after right. we mm -hmm. uh get established and we were kind of working closely with the local medical research institute to develop various medical devices so we uh trained them in cat uh in, in design and one day young boy uh like 20 years old came to us i mean contacted us that he has some basic designs and he's interested in 3d printing uh, whether he can come and see us uh, so okay let's see and when i saw the guy and when he showed me some of his work i knew that i want to have this guy in my team so we actually <laughs> created the position of graphic designer and he is working with us till now and he is now doing all the designs that's great I actually miss designing i love it but uh, you know there is no time there are different tasks for me <laughs> right 
That's fantastic. He's an amazing designer, Babokar. <laughs> yeah, it's it it's a little uh yeah, building building the community and, and then having the, the resources come from the community that you built is is really great. Well, yeah. Also, everyone that joined our team had no idea of 3D printing before joining our team. So this also is something that we have done in Gambia because we introduced 3D printing and we got people to accept and also want to work in this sector. So this for us is a great milestone because everyone that is working with us actually learned about 3D printing on the job and now they love it. It's an amazing team. We have a yeah. question from our viewers and that's a, an interesting one. What are the primary uses for your uh, resin printers compared to your FDM printers? Because uh, I noticed you, you have both the SL1 and the Mark Freeze. Yeah. Uh, well, to be to be honest with you, we do not use resin printer that much, right? Uh -huh. These are either applications where we need a very detailed uh, designs, very precise, very detailed, right? These are uh, these are the most common applications, but I mean. I would say it's a fraction of our production doing by resin printers. We, uh, at the beginning, we actually purchased resin printer. We were experimenting also with some medical devices, but there were so many challenges when it comes to medical applications of, of resin printers. Uh, and I mean, particular resins and procedures, workflows and so on. Uh, so basically we don't use it so much, but right now we are uh, having a project it's a locally made board game, 3D printed, and part of it, part of the game characters will be 3D printed because we need a very high level mm -hmm. of detail mm -hmm. on resin printer. Yeah. Is this this it? Right. This is the board game? Yes. 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 The Ninkinanka Trail. Okay. Uh, is is the box from an empty spool core? Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, I, I looked at that. I looked at that tube and recognized that tube. That's yeah. that's a great reuse. Actually, in, in the Gambia, a lot of uh, there's a great uh, emphasis on environment and recycling, right? So when you actually launch the recycle PEG and PLA, we are so happy <laughs> uh, that that it it will really bring attention uh, mm -hmm. when when when. You are, you are trying to incorporate recycling, reusing of things to the, in, in the Gambia. That's so we, we are using these, these empty spools, and the 3D printed parts are here. Some of them I have here with me that we are printing. Right. So this is what we are using, and we later assemble to create the complete box. That's fantastic. Because yeah. like you said, it's hard to import everything, and when you've already imported this, you might as well try to use it as, as best as possible. Mm -hmm. Exactly, and we want to use recycled products, obviously. <laughs> That's great. Have you have you guys found any you know interesting or novel uses for the actual outside of the spools? Is there anything that you guys are are doing with those? Or we we definitely have lots of entries in in some of our contests for for some of those. But I wasn't sure if you you guys are practically using them. Right now, not the outer part. We have tried yeah. building a shelf with one. And a designer in Gambia also collected a bunch of them, and she was supposed to get back to me, but not yet. She's still trying to create something. So let's see. We are still looking for ways of using them. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. <laughs> will, will be very interesting. Uh, so, so you guys run workshops with with the community. How many how many workshops have you guys run run thus far? 
Well, I think we stopped counting, really. Okay. But uh, I would say that there is like hundreds of people that we have trained on various wow. workshops, right? Because some workshops are like for schools, few hours workshop, introduction to printing. Some workshops even last month, right? Right now we are working with students of University of the Gambia. Uh, and we are training them in, in, in basically full stack 3D printing from operation, maintenance, design, everything, right? So this is the workshop that ran for like three, four months, right? Until we until we hand over everything to them. But uh, mostly, I mean, uh, we work with hospitals, with schools, and also with local businesses. We, we are trying to bring these technical components to the non-technical businesses, like you saw the right. soap makers and so on. So they will also become uh, kind of, you know, familiar with the opportunities of technology like 3D printing. That's, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Have you by any chance seen uh, the, the Prussia Academy for, for the Mark 3S? Yeah, yeah, do, uh, do... I have seen it, yeah, we, we have reviewed it. Um, uh, and, and particularly for myself, I, I love the design principles for. Okay. So do, do you think they'll be useful for you? Because I would hope super so. Super useful, super useful. Because, you know, so far we have been creating our own presentations, our own materials, right? right. Especially for the design component, right? And uh, this, I would say, honestly, it's, 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 it's a great compilation of important principles, right? It's not about everything from scratch. Uh, I, I think... Uh, that it's good if person has a basic understanding of 3D design, right? Very basic. But these principles, even if our designer came, he was having some experience with Blender, right? But for 3D printing, there are some very specific things, like mentioning the course, like supports, like the minimal feature size, and, and so many details that are, I would say very well put together in the, in the design uh, principles course. That's great to hear. That's great to hear that yeah. it will come in useful. Yeah, and uh, you know that was one of the the goals with setting up these classes was being able to have, like you say, institutions not have to kind of rebuild it every time that they wanted to teach these kind of things. Create uh, a, a fundamentals that got people started. You know, if later on they needed to expand into certain aspects of it or, or whatnot, that's great. But you know, why why does everyone have to have to invent the wheel to have the the cart right when when we're building the carts <laughs> so let's <laughs> let's make sure that that everyone is is on the same footing as as far as getting up to speed so um that's great yeah. it's, it's useful for you guys have you guys uh, uh looked into that's another question from a viewer uh into filament production in gambia hmm. i i I mean, from just me just reading the question, I I yeah, think it's yeah. a it's v well, very big task. <laughs> yes, yes and no. It, it's a bit technical question, so I will I will answer you if you agree. Uh, since the beginning, everybody was asking us whether we can recycle plastic to make a filament, right? And since we know there are some challenges, right, in doing it at a large scale. We have been um, doing some research about available machines and so on, but so far it's that it can be done either for large format 3D printing or for, uh, let's say, on a very small scale just to demonstrate the principles. But for consistent production from recycled plastics, 
it is a challenge. When it comes to making our own filament, I would say our production uh, consumes maybe three, four hundred uh, kilograms a year. Uh, and we use different colors, different materials, and so on. And I, and I think to make it kind of economically sustainable for us, we would need to produce a large quantity of the same type and same color of filament. Uh, so there is an opportunity to actually re-export to other neighboring countries, which we are uh, investigating the opportunities. So far, there are some logistical challenges, even to neighboring Senegal, it's not easy to mm -hmm. ship the goods, right? But uh, we believe that either our production increase in that way that it will be uh, economically beneficial, or we will be able to overcome those challenges. <laughs> Interesting. It is not our focus right now. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. What what kind of challenges have, have you guys run into that that you would say were you know very specific with with doing doing this in Gambia that you know the the rest of us take for granted? Electricity. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're going to mention it. <laughs> Electricity supply. I mean that's why we came up with the mobile solar uh, 3D printing station. So we can have 3D printers in most part of the country without having to depend on the national grid. So this is the main challenge because obviously in Gambia you have power cuts. I don't think you have those in Czech so, or in the US. Right. So <laughs> this, 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 is, this, is the, this is the main challenge if you ask me. Oh, is the, how's the power panic working for you? Is it, is it saving the your prints? You know, the Mark III can recover from a power outage. Is that is that yes. like saving some of your prints at least? This, this is actually our favorite part of the printer because <laughs> it actually works in Gambia. Because we always yeah. have power cuts and we always able, most times we're able to recover our prints. Yeah. So yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's, that's great. And so you, you said yeah. you're, you have a, a mobile solar farm where you, I assume, charge batteries and then you print uh, Print from energy you harvested from the sun. Yes, we have. We have um, actually we made two of those. The first one was sometime so good. last year or year before last, and the recent one we just mm -hmm. um, finished a few, two weeks ago, and we are still testing. It is um, called Power Kunda, made by one of our interns together with the team, and we are ready to roll it out. Still mm -hmm. testing, but it looks good. I think there should be a picture somewhere. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I just I just want to add uh, that basically the device is uh, designed for a constant production 24/7 uh, using one printer, right? So uh, mm -hmm. that's that's how it's designed. However, we have tried with three printers. When the sun is lighting well uh, during the day, we can produce with three printers as well. So. I'm, I'm just saying because you said, Nicolas, you said you said farm, so it's actually designed for one printer. Yeah, yeah right. It can, it can, it can right. Oh, yeah. More. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. So, you, so during the peak hours, you basically get more energy than you can uh, store, I guess. Exactly. So that's when you can run like an four, eight-hour print, one extra printer, yes. and then that's it. Yes. 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 <laughs> and, and you asked about, uh, I mean whether we are able to save some prints in case that the light uh, goes off. Um, well, it, yes, we are. Uh, it, it really depends how well we calibrate the printer and uh, also what materials, what, where exactly it right. stops and so on. 
But yes, in general, we are able to recover some of the frames uh, because of the and how long mid power has been off for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, of course, the print can detach from the build plate and yeah, then you're right. done. And yeah, sometimes yeah. even on the shows, uh, I know that if the if there's s several outages very quick after each other, that sometimes it just uh, the printer gets lost in all the outages and just gives up. Yeah. You know, in the office, uh, I mean, the building has a generator. But to overcome the uh, difference between the generator and the grid, we have like a powerful UPS mm -hmm. powering the printers. It can sustain eight printers for like 30 minutes. Uh, and it's usually enough to change from one source to another. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah, that's, that's great. Uh, so uh, one last question uh, before, before we let you guys go. Uh, I'm sure some of our, our listeners are very interested in this and are curious as to if there's anything that they can do uh, to kind of help out with the, the mission that you guys have. Is there is there anything that, that, that you, you guys can suggest? Juka? I will leave that to you. <laughs> it's actually a difficult question, right? Because yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I believe that uh, a lot of the viewers are from the makers community in, uh, in 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 all over the world, right? Right. I would say, based on my experience, that 3D printing in Gambia is very, very specific, right? Uh, the product, the, the needs, and so on. Uh, we always welcome anyone to visit us and to see what we are doing in person. So that's right. some sort of invitation for the maker community to come and see. Uh, and in the second, uh, we have products on printables. We will be glad if uh, people will download them, print them, test them, give us the feedback or give us suggestions for another product, right? That, that can be relevant. That's something that we would really welcome. All right. Great. Thanks so much, guys, for being on the show. This yes, was again, again. Yeah. It's really interesting because you have a unique, unique perspective on the 3D printing because right, of where absolutely. you are. I love, I love the uh, the 3D printing in Gambia is out of necessity, not not just for fun. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's 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 a it's a very very you know interesting perspective, and it's it's really great to to get that kind of kind of input so thank you but guys for being fun. here because it's out of it necessity it doesn't mean it's not fun because it's <laughs> not <laughs> absolutely it not fun. just for fun not just yes. for fun yes yeah, exactly <laughs> so uh yeah thank you guys for coming on the show we we really appreciate it uh good luck with everything that you you are doing and you know let us let us know how prusa, prusa can help uh in the future so uh, thank you yeah th thank you for <laughs> thank joining you. us thank you guys. for having bye. us bye 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 <laughs> All right, they were great. Yes. Also, I like the solar generated, you know, power for three D printers that make things that really help you. That's that's cherry on top. That's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like like they say, you don't really think about like, oh, yeah, running printers in places where power isn't consistent yeah. and things like that, and what what kind of challenges and you know how to how to overcome those. So, yeah, it really is really is interesting to to get that perspective 
Uh, okay, so we've got a little bit left. So uh, let's talk about our Prusa Live Show Us Your Prints contest. Yes. All I'm right. So pulling it up. Okay, fantastic. Uh, so every show, uh, we encourage you guys to go on Twitter and send us pictures of uh, the prints that you guys are making. Make sure that they're on your bed or with your machine uh so that we can we can see that they are are printed on a prusa um and tag those pound prusa live and you have a chance to win some filament um so we 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 pick a few entries uh three entries every every show and uh show those off so the other thing is is we don't tell anybody else about this anywhere else so you only know if you're watching if you're watching prusa live so uh your chance to to win some filament so who do we have in our third place this, this week there, Mickey? So I'm pulling up for a place now. We have Drew Mayo that has a print on the mini. It's a costume prop uh, laser gun. Yeah, super fun laser gun. That's cool. And and I, lo- I love, well, first of all, I love the, the color pattern on this one and, and what he did, but I love how kind of, big this is for something that's printed on the mini and it oh, goes yeah. back into that whole it's like pretty huge just because it's mini doesn't mean you can't make big things you know sometimes it just requires some assembly so yeah um yeah it re- really reminds me of the like Lonnie tunes martian yeah yeah totally what's, what's he called marvin something like marvin that. yeah marvin the martian it's been so long okay yeah that yeah. really remi- reminds me of the show and the, the the gun style laser gun style in there right yeah, I don't know if that's specifically from that one. I didn't click on the model, but yeah, I I, I totally agree there. Uh, okay, so wh- who's our who's our number two there? Moving on to number two, we have Harold Anderson, and I I have like a deja vu. Have we not? Are are you sure we have not shown this before? Maybe I've just I've just seen it the the moment he posted it. Yeah, I don't I don't think so. It wasn't it wasn't on the list, but yeah, I just I thought these were were I mean, super Come on, he's saying I decided to try sculpting in Fusion 360 and made a very hungry bird. Is this your like first try sculpting? That's insane. Right. But it looks so good. Yes, it is. It is very cool. It does kind of look like the they're really giant birds eating humpback whales, but yes, <laughs> which is hilarious. Yes, because <laughs> I think I think the the fin, the way that the fin there is there, is, yeah. is a whale fin, not a fish fin. By the um, way, this yes. big wipe tower will be completely hollow oh, all yeah. the way up here. It's just you know you it's when you have five colors, it's good to have big footprint because if it's this tall, it would be you know unstable right. at the top. But this thing looks huge, but it will be completely hollow, like. Okay, it will have super uh, sparse infill, so yeah. it will not waste the, as yeah, much time as it Everyone works. complaining about that white tower. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, is, it is not a dense object, that is for sure. Awesome design. Congratulations. Yeah, fantastic. What? I wonder what's going on with his, his power supply off there in the back, too. Ooh. A little curious. Maybe you're ready for the enclosure? Hmm. Yeah, maybe. Let us know, Harold. We want to know. Okay. What's up with your power supply off to the side? And we are moving to our yeah, first place. Our first place. And that goes to Peter Spain. And it's the King of the Dead by Fotis, who we had on the show before. Right. And okay. I I thought this was great because like the you know, obviously Fotis's sculpt is fantastic. 
It looks great in the oh my gold. You know, it's a it's a it's a beautiful print. But then he did that dark wash on yes. it, and it brings out so much character to it. Like it, it really looks like an aged like bronze part, and just, just is it really fantastic. just a dark wash on top that's, of the? That's what he. That's what he says in the the, the tweet. Because this totally looks like a completely custom overpaint right. of everything. Yeah, yeah. He says it's just a dark wash, but and like. But yeah, it looks so good. Like I it's guess so good. The oh my god is so bright that right. when you darken it down, even the brightest spots kind of become actually more gold than the original right. color. That's so yeah. good. Yeah, I I saw this and was just like, wow, that looks so fantastic. And so yeah, way way to go, Peter. That that is is fantastic yeah really uh, again let, let us let us know more uh you know is that just a dark wash did you do any like specific touch-ups or anything um because wow wow that it's great it's fantastic so yeah yeah so thank you to everyone who submitted um uh there, there's a lot more of you that watch than submit and you know it's it's an easy way to get some some free filament so make sure to to send in those those tweets of you know pound proofs alive uh, with pictures of, of what you guys are printing. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, fantastic. What do we have out there for questions? Questions. I'm scrolling all the way up in the chat and I see one. Are we going to any maker fairs in Europe this year? If you go to printables, uh, there are events in the top menu and there's a filter uh, events that uh, we attend as as the Prusa team and you can even uh, filter those that Joe himself will attend. So go check right. that out and you will see all the events that we're going to visit. And and keep an eye on that because it's it's ever adjusting especially as like things start yeah, yeah, to open, yeah. up a, open up a bit more uh here in the us i'm uh i am highly considering trying to get to a few more that the rest of the team may not be necessarily going yeah. to since it's easy for me to get to so uh they may not be at events but if you're going to to make your fares uh let me know you might see me there yeah is the academy price a yearly subscription no or yeah. uh or is it one-off as I'm doing today? It's one-off. It's five bucks for the printer courses, ten bucks for the design principles. You have it forever. Uh, so, yeah, it's definitely not a subscription. Uh, and, you know, all the information is kind of already usually out there. Even in our own uh, materials, we have our handbooks, which I think are great. Right. Uh, we have our knowledge base to, you know, help Prusa 3 So all the information is, is out there. This is just... Uh, really a good way to present it yeah, yeah it's just really good way to present it and you know it's one link that you know you visit and for the next few days you you know you have a lot to to go through and by the end of it like for example in the mark free course you get from taking the printer out of the box and you know nothing about it to being able to design something very simple slice it print it uh, even do some basic uh, you know final touch-ups so yeah that's that's it and it's one time Oh, one time price. Yeah. Uh, can the Prusa enclosure and the Mark Fias Plus be purchased and shipped as a bundle? Uh, not right now. We haven't set up the bundle, but I suspect once we get through the uh, through the like order queue, uh, we might might very well do that. We are even considering. Uh, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll we'll see. We'll see. But I, I suspect we will we will do that. Uh, and then there is tackling of the open sourceness of the enclosure. We have not released it yet because we're not shipping it yet. 
uh, it would be a shame if some cheap knockoff uh, would start shipping before we even uh, you right. know ship our I think very nicely nicely made one but yeah it's gonna um, be a trickier one to kind of you know fabricate open source there's a lot of like really nice custom metal working on there that's I, not, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah not super easy on just the the normal maker scale but you know we'll eventually have it out there um, let me know if you see something matt i'm going through the chat looking for more questions i am not on uh I'm not on YouTube right now, but I just hit up in Discord to see if we had anything there. Yeah, uh, Prusha Connect, uh, that's still happening. Uh, Mini Wi-Fi, still, still working on that. Uh, we had uh, the Excel uh, for the first time in the US, so I believe we kind of hopefully answered a lot of questions there that now the community sort of has the knowledge and more people know about it more so they can answer some questions. Uh, there's, you know, obviously still changes being made to the Excel as is being finalized. Uh, yeah. For example, the retractable draft shield is now uh, fully magnetic. Uh, fully, so both sides, the top and both the top and the bottom are now attached by magnets. So yeah. I, 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 I love that. Just... I, I, have, I have to say I was so impressed by the draft shield actually like you know, finally getting hands on it. Yeah. The, the material that it's made out of is is so thick and so nice. And and I actually had to stop and ask you because someone asked me to lower the draft shield and I went to push it down and it it, it wouldn't go. And I wasn't sure if it if it actually had a lock on it. It wasn't being held by magnets. And I had to ask you, Mickey, you know, is is, is it still just held by magnets? Because the magnets yeah. that we have in there are so strong that it's it's not going anywhere. It's it's really great. And yeah, asking about the time frame for the Excel. So uh, we are we are trying to to get it in the Q3, get it you know, right. uh, get it out. Uh, we'll see as as we get closer to that. Uh, you know, everyone's doing their their best. Their tasks are being parallelized, so you know different things are being finalized in parallel. But yeah, the you, I don't think I need to. We don't need to repeat it. How. Much right. the market situation sucks right now. Getting anything takes so long. Everything is so expensive, uh, so it's definitely not easy to to get it out. But yeah, we're, yeah. we're doing everything we can. It's it's also it's also worth noting if you want to see a little bit more about the Excel and and more of what we had going on on Rapid. I just found out that Joel, the three D printing nerds, uh, coverage of our booth will be coming out this Saturday. So keep an eye out Saturday for for yeah. his videos on on what we were doing. Andreas or no, it's it's Nico Tasha is asking reason for releasing Alpha Zero of Prusa Slicer two point six before two point five. I don't see any such thing on GitHub. I don't know about that. Uh, so I don't know where you saw it, but definitely the next version after the next major version after 2.4 will be 2.5. Yeah. So if we've done that, there was a mistake somewhere, or if maybe someone else, I, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, definitely not doing any weird. It's a shame that this episode number is not 42. Because today, you know, you know what day it is. Uh, 
So it would be nice to pay an homage to Hitchhiker's Guide in the Galaxy by yeah. this being the 42nd episode, but didn't oh, work well. out. Yeah, didn't work out. Um, but with that, that's actually that's our show there, Mickey. I guess it is. Uh, I'm yeah. looking for. Yeah, we have more Prushamans on the way. We even have new Prushaman material on the way. Oh yeah, ne- there's an ne- exi- there's an exciting new Prushaman on the way. I can't wait for that release. Uh, when is the next printable update coming? Very soon. I'm so excited to try it. Uh, so yeah, that will be nice. Uh, we'll, we will be having we will release a whole new video about about that and all the smaller updates that we've done uh, over the past two weeks because we update printables all the time. Right. And yes, under us, I will give shout out to Martin Horak, as he's asking me to do. Okay. All right, everyone. That is our show. So, uh, you know, thank you all for joining us. We really appreciate you guys stopping by and spending our time making showing off that shirt <laughs> one last time. Uh, we can't wait to see you guys next month. S- stay safe. Keep printing. Uh, we'll talk to you later. See you guys. Bye, everyone.